Hey guys, Counselor Glenn with Bridging the Gap, where we talk about bridging the generational gap as well as the wealth gap. We literally take you step by step and tell you how to bridge that gap from where you are to where you want to be uh, from the aspect of a boomer, somebody that's been there, done that, and the exer. Hope you guys enjoyed the content. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our channel and make sure you hit the bell notification. We want to let you know as soon as we drop something, we want you guys to get it. We want you to be first. So make sure you do those two things for us and we can't wait to drop some more content. Hey, good morning, guys. Afternoon, wherever you are. William V. Thompson, uh, co-host of Bridging the Gap. I'm here. I'm a buddy counsel. As you can see, two podcasts in a row, man. When you got money like that, you can take vacations, and we want to get you there, too. Hey, today we want to do podcast number 28. Talks about creating money through loans, even with bad credit. Now, that's the key thing. We want to talk about creating money, getting loans, but even if you have bad credit, I want you to write this principle down. Remember, only borrow when the return is greater than that which you borrowed. See, we're not against debt. We're against bad debt, debt that uh, you don't get a return on. So here's the principle. Only borrow when the return is greater than that which you've been that which you borrow. I recognize that a lot of you all have ideas, whether it's business, whether creating intellectual properties and or even real estate investing or investing in the market. But you're saying, William, I, I, if I had a loan, if I had money, I could do it. Well, even with your challenge credit, I'm going to give you five or six strategies on the day, old school, new school ways that's going to help you create money based on where you are. But remember, I do want to give you five quick things that you definitely want to do to raise your credit score. Here we go. Jot these down quickly, because even though you have bad credit now, we want you to have better. Number one is those items that are being reported to the credit bureau, like your car, your student loan, your mortgage, etc. If you would simply begin to have those automatically drafted. That way, if they're automatically drafted, you're insured that they will be paid on time. That's about 37% of your credit score. The other thing is look at getting a secured loan. If you have $1,000 or $2,000 local credit union, small bank, they in turn will turn around and leverage that money and give your loan. And that's good because of point three. You're now getting rid of the bad stuff on your credit, like retail credit cards or finance companies, and you're putting bank stuff, bank secured loans. So whether it's a secured loan or not, it really doesn't matter as far as your credit report goes. Number four, we're going to have to remove errors. Uh, close to 80% of most credit reports have errors in them. We will teach you over time how to find those minute things and get them removed legally that will help you. And finally, you must get your debt down. Anytime you're over 50% of your credit limit, that hurts you tremendously. If you can get it below 30, even though you still have the debt, that helps you. So keep those five things in mind so that you can move and be the one that you can leverage your credit. All right, so here we go. The five basic ideas <clears throat> in, in getting loans, even with bad credit. Number one, self-directed IRA account. Again, we've told you about a company called Equity Trust. We've been dealing with them close to over 30 years now. You may have an IRA money that you can put in there 
and you can borrow from that. We've taught you, I think, in podcasts, <coughs> excuse me, about 22 or thereabouts. We taught you how to tap your own IRA money through a self-directed. But let's say you don't have one. Then find someone else who has a self-directed IRA account. They can loan you money from their IRA account. And guess what? They're not going to check your credit. Because they are investors, their question is going to be, show me your game plan to pay me back. Show me the collateral. Give me a plan that I believe in. So whether it's your self-directed IRA account or someone else's as an investor, that is a great way to access a loan, even with your bad credit. Remember, only borrow when the return is greater than that which you borrowed. Let me give you a second thought. Very obvious, but your 401k, we're really big proponents of investing in your 401k. Again, we talked about that in a prior podcast. We talked about the importance of number one, it does, because it's tax deferred, it reduces your current tax liability. We talked about that money growing tax deferred. We talked about your company matching. So what you've been doing that now you can check with your payroll department or someone along that line and find out how much is what's called vested. Let's say you may have 100000 in your account. And of that, maybe 60000 you put in, and plus earnings, 40000 the company put in. Well, odds are very, very good that you can actually borrow. That's right, that $60,000. They could care less if you just filed bankruptcy yesterday or you're in the process now. Maybe your car got repossessed. With your 401k loan, it is not an issue because they know they're going to take it out of your paycheck. So that money that was invested maybe in the stock market is now invested in you. And I know that you are a sound, solid investment. Here's the other thing that I love about the 401k plan. You may already have a loan and your company says, well, we're only going to let you have one loan at a time. Well, again, if you simply pay off that first loan of maybe $3,000 or $5,000, then it opens up that $60,000 for you. So definitely your 401k plan and or if you have a partner, a friend, a spouse, a potential investor, if you can show them the value of investing in this business that you're considering, investing in the market or the real estate or the land, they in turn may not even be thinking about their 401k being an investment, an investment in you. Let me give you a third basic idea. This is simply called a margin loan, a margin loan. Many of you all now may be in the market investing and you may have ten dollars or $20,000 in good solid companies. You may have something in an Apple, again, not a recommendation, or an AMD, again, not a recommendation, or Google or an Amazon, uh, 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 other solid companies. Well, let's say you got 10 grand there. Believe it or not, with good solid companies, your stockbroker, whether it's TD Ameritrade, whether it is E-Trade, Merrill Lynch, it doesn't matter. They will normally loan you equivalent to what's in your account. So if you have 10000 in good, solid stocks, they will loan you up to $10,000. And guess what? They're not going to pull your credit report. They're not going to ask you whether you are unemployed or employable. They're not going to ask you whether you are still uh, trying to find your way in life. 
because they're going to collateralize what's in the account, they will give you that loan. Again, begin with yourself. And if by chance you're not there, remember others, even though you may not have it, friends, potential investors, if you can make it make sense, don't just say, Doc, give me, loan me some money. Show them your powerful business plan. Show them what you're going to do and also show them how they are going to make money and how you are going to provide them a plan to minimize, if not eliminate, their potential loss. Margin loans are something we've done quite a bit in times past. Here's another one. It's a short-term type loan. And I know online there's a lot of peer-to-peer lending. And again, I encourage you to look at that. Uh, There's a lot of legitimate peer-to-peer lending out there that if you take the time and you tell your story good enough, Sure, they're going to look a little bit at your credit and therefore may charge you higher interest rates, but peer to peer, and there are various ones out there, I won't begin to even recommend any, but you find the one that's right for you that will assist you in accessing what? A loan, even with bad credit. Remember, only borrow when the return is greater than that which you borrowed. Another one that I like is something called a 60-day IRA loan. What do you mean, Thompson? Let's say that you have, let's call it $10,000 in your IRA account. It's sitting there gathering dust. And for whatever reason, you've decided not to do a self-directed IRA quite yet. And I would not recommend liquidating that because you end up paying taxes and a penalty. The IRS, every 12 months, will let you withdraw that money for less than 60 days. So let's say if I have $10,000 in an IRA account, And let's say I have a real estate deal that I think I can close in about 45 days. I think it's that hot or I have a stock investment or something else that's short term. I can go to whoever's the custodian over my IRA. I can actually pull that $10,000 out and let's call that day one. Day 30 comes around, you're fine. Day 40, day 50, you're fine. But before the 60th day, If you put that full amount down, guess what? It is not a taxable event. Or another way of saying it is you do not have to pay taxes on it. If you go day 61 and you put it back, you're going to get a 1099R form, which simply says you withdrew it. Doesn't matter that you put it back on day 61. And now that 10,000 is going to be taxable and you're going to be penalized. You can do this every 12 months up to 60 days, whether it's 10,000 or 10 million. That's another source of money for you. And let me just give you two more and then we'll wrap things up. There's something called a cash surrender value. Jot that down. Cash surrender value. When I think the newer policy, they're probably called cash value. Many times people old school, we would have these insurance policies that would build cash surrender value. I'm paying $200 a month, but of that, they tell me $50 going into a savings account. So every month, $50 goes into a savings. Uh, At the end of, let's say, 10 years, I may have, again, we'll say $10,000 built up. Some of the newer policies are what's called index-type policies. They have an investment rider. So in that same example, that 50 is going into the equity part of my policy, regardless whether it's an old-school casser in the value or new school cash value policies, index, universal. The bottom line is over a period of time, there's cash in there. And guess what? You may have that kind of policy. 
Your parents may have it. A potential investor, a partner may have it. A friend may have it. But yet and still, guess what? You can access that money at will. They're not going to check your credit. They're not going to say justify. They're not going to want collateral. You've already paid it. So it's your money that they're loaning to you. Again, that is another source of money. And most of the time, the policy is only about 4%. Now, I understand that everything I've said thus far, everything you cannot use. But before I give you the final one, be mindful of this principle. Stop looking at what you don't have. Don't tell me what you can't do, but rather look at what you do have. You know why? Because it's what you do have that's going to create what you don't have. Keep that in mind. Everybody has something. You just have to find that something in your life on the life of someone that you trust. And the final thing is very simple. Again, why not find a partner or personal guarantor? There are people out there with great credit, but who don't have maybe your vision, who don't have your knowledge, but they have great credit. Whether you call them a personal guarantor, whereby they simply will put their name on like co-signing and they may in turn get a fee for that. A partner is someone who's going to share in the profits with you. They're like saying, okay, you found the business. I'll bring the money through a loan and let's decide how we will be partners together in this. The point is whether it's a personal guarantor called a PG or a partner, you are leveraging someone else's credit. Now, the great thing about it is, one, they're going to maybe get a fee for it, period, or they in turn may get a percentage of the profits. Again, it's it's negotiable. You sit down and find the right person. Again, I'm a one-pager. On one sheet of paper, give them the vision on why they should invest in you. All right, guys, we're about to do a wrap for today. Again, I want you to understand that even though you currently have bad credit, you still can access capital. That's right, capital. But we opened up by giving you ways to build that credit. So do me a favor, if you would. A couple of things. Number one, do this. Understand and learn it. But make sure you you like, you share, and make sure you subscribe to what we got going on. Because I'm going to tell you, folks, a formal education will make you a living. But at Bridging the Gap, an informal education makes your fortune. Next week, come back. I'll be here if you will. Good day and God bless you.